Well, hello everybody. Welcome to the final episode of the series we have been doing called The Biggest Kingdom Leadership Requirement. And I hope by now you've caught the heart of what it means to uh, uh, the first and most important requirement for leadership in the kingdom of God, being full of the Holy Spirit. And we've been looking over the last couple of weeks at some very practical lifestyle adjustments and habits about how we can go about living Ah, full of the Spirit. If uh, you remember then we looked at worship, living a lifestyle, daily worshiping the Lord, finding time in your day every day to worship the Lord and allow Him to fill you afresh. Meditation. Remember going from reading Scripture to meditating, drawing the life and power of God from His Word. Prayer, time on your knees, in God's presence, asking Him for a daily filling. Fellowship. How we can draw from one another. You can be that friend that refreshes others and you can be refreshed from friendships. Breaking bread, drawing the life and power from the sacraments, the body and blood of Jesus. And last week we looked at spiritual gifts. The amazing thing that as we use our spiritual gifts to God's glory, His grace fills us at the same time. I want to finish off with uh, one of my favorites today and just take a couple of moments to talk about how we can be filled by the Spirit by living a life of going. Literally, the Great Commission. Go into all the world. Make disciples of all nations. There's something in the kingdom of God that's completely reversed. In fact, I've just come back from a trip and physically and emotionally feeling exhausted and tired and yet at the same time at a spiritual level feel like my tank has been filled once again. So one of the biggest things I did learn over the COVID pandemic with all of its trials and difficulties was exactly this, that, that somehow being staying at home for two years, it felt like my world was shrinking. And then uh, what I used to take for granted, suddenly embracing that in a whole new way. There's something about going that gives me a vision expanding experience. I find as a leader, the daily grind, the whirlwind of busyness tends to shrink my world more and more, doing the same thing over and over. And yet when I go, when I'm in a different context, different country, different culture. What happens is my vision gets expanded. Something comes alive inside of me. And I bet it's the same for many of you as well. In fact, Dudley Daniel, who started the New Covenant Ministries team about 40 something years ago, he had this little saying, as you go, you grow. Now, it's become so well-worn. We use it at our church all the time. In fact, we try and teach every member in the church, as you go, you grow. We ask every member of the church to try and go on some kind of trip, some kind of outreach every single year because we've seen the power of exactly this. As we go, in going, there's growing and there's filling and there's expansion. I want to give you a quick example of this uh, from Jesus' disciples. Remember, as he was training them and preparing them for a life of ministry, he actually gave them a practical going experience. Two by two, he sent them out. Then later, he sent the 72 out. But this is what it says in Luke chapter 10, verse number one. It says, after this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them two by two ahead of him to every town and place where he was about to go. Now, before I read the next verse, stop and think. Let's say you were one of those 72. You, you've been hanging around Jesus. You've been excited. And now he's put you together with someone who's also new. And he said, right, I want you to go into a town and I want you to preach and I want you to heal the sick. And I want, how would you feel? I mean, let's just be real. These, these real people, just like you and I, I bet you, there would have been a sense of nervousness. There would have been a sense of, 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 do I have the ability, but I don't feel qualified. I don't feel competent. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I bet you that's exactly what they were feeling. And yet look what happens when it, it describes how they come back in Luke chapter 10, verses um, 17. It says, the 72 returned with 
joy. And they said, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. Isn't that beautiful? They returned with joy. They went out with a fear, worry, and nervousness, came back filled with joy. They must have gone out in fear, nervous about their ability, not knowing what to expect. They returned with joy. They had seen the hand of the Lord at work. They returned with excitement. They'd experienced God using them. They'd returned with vision. They had a glimpse of what their future could hold. And that's why I love this so much, because something happens. We, when we put ourselves outside of our comfort zone, when we put ourselves directly in the hands of the Lord, when we put ourselves uh, in a position where, God, you've got to do something because I don't feel I can, we see something powerful and something grows inside of us. So just a quick testimony. It's amazing when Jesus sent out his initial 12, he said to them, now I want you to go without uh, any extra money, without an extra bag, without extra clothes. And, and I'm thinking to myself, well, that was fine for them there, but it obviously doesn't apply today. You know, we travel internationally. I mean, those kind of things wouldn't work. Well, I remember going on a trip uh, a couple of years back and, and I got into a South American nation, tried to use, I didn't have much cash with me. I normally use my credit card and I was going to draw some money in. The card was blocked for international use, which had never been before. And suddenly this realization hit me. I'm here for two weeks in foreign nations and I don't have any money. And at first there was a bit of panic, but then I remembered exactly what was said. You know the amazing thing? I came back from that trip with more money than I went. Somehow, all my expenses were covered. Somehow, everyone was just, no one knew, but everyone was giving me gifts. I was getting, receiving this and that and the next thing. The point is this. As you go, you grow. You put in a position where you have to trust the Lord right in the middle of the Great Commission and something comes alive inside of you. So at a very practical level, I want to suggest two things to you. Number one, commit to an outreach every year. I mean it. Every single one of us. I think every Christian should in some way go on some kind of trip every single year. Whether it's a short-term weekend trip, whether it's a week away, whether it's to a distant land somewhere, I would make it part of your diary, part of your leadership journey every year to go on some kind of trip. And then make it a goal to share the gospel with someone daily. This is something we've been trying out even on a recent trip. We, we, In fact, we had a little competition amongst ourselves. Maybe it's bad, I don't know, but it was fun. In other words, who could get the best testimony every day of trying to find someone to share the gospel with? And it was incredible. Now you're looking actively all day. An amazing thing happened as we engaged with people. We started seeing testimonies, God opening doors. And I would encourage you, get out there in the going. There's the growing which is wonderful. Let me leave you with the last three questions for this series. Question one, have you been on an outreach before? How did you feel before and after? If you think about that, I bet you'll discover before there was nervous apprehension, came back filled with joy. Secondly, have you experienced as you go, you grow in your life? Can you look back on some of the times you have been maybe on a trip and what God did inside of you? And then thirdly, what future trip or nation could you begin praying into and trusting for a door of opportunity to open? And I really want to throw this leaders challenge uh, in front of you right now. Have you, is there something ahead of you? Is there a nation that God has burdened you with? Is there someone you could travel with? I'd love to put a vision in front of you right now to put your faith out there and say, Lord, I'm trusting you to go on a particular trip because as you go you grow i believe you'll find that this is one of the ways that we can learn to live more full of the holy spirit so as i wrap up one final thought is simply this the leaders looking for leaders in the new testament they said find people full 
of the Holy Spirit. That's the most important leadership requirement in the New Testament. And we can choose to live a lifestyle that just completely empties us or a lifestyle that's always filling us. I believe New Testament leaders who want to count for the kingdom of God will live a practical lifestyle of being full of the Holy Spirit. Hope it helps. Can't wait for next week. Brand new series. Until then, may the Lord bless you and bye for now. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember, if you'd like the notes that come along with this episode or any one of our past episodes, you can visit outlookchurch.co.za forward slash leadership where you can see all our past episodes, all the resources and notes that go along with this. Until next time, keep growing.